Captain's Log number N43-259. In our expedition today, we found records of Hero's journey through the galaxy bound to a destiny only the strong can burden. This is how their story unfolds. Hello and welcome to Celestial Expanse, a real play D&D podcast set in the Celestial Expanse universe. My name is Jason and I'll be playing everyone's favorite heretic elf, Theron. In this episode, you'll witness much chicanery, tomfoolery, ballyhoo, and if you're lucky, maybe even some skullduggery. But now, I want to introduce the Prime Minister of Sinister, the former of Fornicating Skyward, the numero uno of Rolling Numero Uno, Matthew. How are you, Matthew? Pretty good. How's the water situation? Yeah, we're trying. We're trying here. Home ownership, home ownership. Ben, mm -hmm. playing Rail. How are you, Ben? I'm all right. Good. Boston, playing our favorite shrub, Juniper. How are you, Boston? Suffering, slowly. Yeah, it's in the heat. No. Just suffering. Clarence, playing the kind and generous Martel. How are you, Clarence? I'm doing good. Natalia, playing Z. How are you, Natalia? I'm up. All right. Sorry, that got stuck in my head after Burrell said, I'm all right. So. <laughs> I mean, it's a good song to get stuck. Sorry. Back to you, Matt. All right. So does anybody remember what happened last time? Juniper and I talked at the very beginning of the episode. Mm -hmm. Trouble. Yep. We got in trouble. Uh, we went down to the surface. It'd be hot there. Yep. Yep. And then Rel, we made our way kind of through some some parts of this. Uh, yeah, I found the temple and then yeah. solved some puzzles and got our way in. And then we went down a hallway. After until, uh, looking through some nice shiny things. Yeah. We went down a hallway, and at the end of the hallway, there was a... Uh, Like a sun inside of a room. Mm hmm. And there's some other things in the room. I think there's like an anvil or something. And there was something on top of it. And Rel went and picked it up. And it was a sword. Yes. Called a glimmer blade. And Z goes, Rel. I know that you believe in this higher power that isn't going to let the entire party die because it would ruin their story, but don't do shit like that. <laughs> it's it's a it's a sword. I mean, I I won't I won't hit the the forest field that's keeping the sun from burning us all. Also, um, to give you a better idea of what the room looks like, I did make it. So there you go. You see um, the pedestal and, and anvil where the, the glimmer blade was sitting on. Mm -hmm. And you do see the core of the sun literally behind a force shield. The hell of a force shield. Mm -hmm. All right, so we're in this room now. Mm -hmm. And we ended the episode last with Rel gaining the blade. Yes. And what else? I, Sorry. And I did send him the stats for it. It is a 2d8 radiation blade. And as we all know, in this setting, radiation cannot be resisted at all. And for him, it's a monk flash finesse weapon. So have fun with that, Rel. Yep, I will. 
So, uh, what do you, what do you guys think we should do? Is it, uh, do you guys see anything else in this room? Zia is standing herself back up off the floor and brushing herself off, going, "I suggest we leave." Well, we can't leave when we're looking for someone, right? Uh, I guess Z would look around, like, ostentatiously and be like, I don't see anyone here. What else do uh, we see in the room, Matt? Uh, give me an investigation. Ugh, why didn't I open my character sheet? Yeah. No, that that is a thing. Mm-hmm. Usually helps. Hold on, investigation coming up. Rel will investigate. Hey, I'll do that as well. Hey, I got a ten. I got a seven. I got a rock. I got eleven. <laughs> I have a plus eight. What the heck? I have a minus two. I have a two. I got a two. <laughs> I'm really smart. We're relying some, on you, Z. For some reason, I have a plus eight to religion. I don't know how that happened. I honestly don't think that Z would be investigating. Okay. Um, she's keeping an eye on the glimmer blade and yes. also very nervous about standing next to she doesn't um, want to disturb shit. If we count <laughs> Ben helping Theron investigate, I got an 18. Are you helping, um, Rill? Sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, you do have an 18. Um, you kind of notice an odd depiction on the on the pedestal itself. And when you get closer, you realize there's a figure, like, almost looks like ancient um, for the player ancient egyptian hieroglyphs like there's a central figure on this on this pedestal and it looks like it's surrounded by what looks like it'd be a sun and you see other figures that are in like these robes and they have their backs to this figure and are in some sort of stance like either they're Defending it or getting ready for somebody to attack. You describe that for me one more time, because I was listening to the whole thing. So there's figures on this pedestal. Mm-hmm. You and, see, and you see the, like the central figure. It's in surrounded by this ball with with those stylized rays of sunlight. So obviously, gotcha. it's some sort of uh, figure in the sun, hands held out, like almost like a messiah look to it. Yeah. And you see these other figures in robes outside the sun, their backs to it, in various fighting poses, like they're ready to either defend this figure or they look like they're about ready to fight somebody. You're just not quite sure yet. Defender is this figure. He do you know? Wait, so they're trying to defend this person or they're trying to fight this person or someone else? Are there backs um, to the ball that he's yes. inside? Okay. So it looks like they're trying to defend. But there's a person inside there? Mm-hmm. Um, Rel, you said you were helping too, right? Yeah. You immediately recognize this to be Brand. The person inside the sun. Yes. Okay. Well, that... Makes sense, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're looking at it, um, since you're helping um, third, 
Give me a perception check. Eighteen. You see something glimmer, not the blade. Um, like something in Bran's head, like in the um, in the hieroglyph. Mm. Glimmer blade, Theron, not glitter. <laughs> glitter blade till the end of the month. Mm. <laughs> um, um yeah. like. Uh, you instantly see that it's like some it. sort of gem, and it's like a yellowish red color to it. And actually, it's more like an orange color. And when you poke it, it goes in. Like, and you hear a click and some whirling sounds. And you see, you start feeling. Are you still on the pedestal where you picked up the the blade, or you are off of it? Uh, I mean, I'm wherever I needed to be to. Press the yeah, yeah. Um, you suddenly see the pedestal pull back a bit and kind of go into the floor, but the anvil itself is still in the ground. Is like staying on the ground. Um, let me um, remove this, and all that's left is the anvil. And. Give me another perception check, but at advantage. All right. 21 with advantage. You hear something click um, from this anvil. And when you're following that noise, you see... It almost seems like there's like a door on the top of this anvil, like a secret door. And it's just like, it like was moved enough to where you can actually see it. Um, so you can like push it open or look at it or whatever you need to do. Uh, yeah, I was gonna like try and like fiddle with this secret door or whatever is there to try and figure out how to get it open. Um, you see when this door opens, like you push it to the side, mm-hmm. you see another crystal. Similar to the one that you pushed on the head of the depiction of Brand. But instead of like a bright orange, it's almost a darkish purple. And it's just like sitting in that compartment. Hmm. Uh, hey guys, I found something. Okay. There's a big gem in here. Is it like attached to anything, Matt, or is it just like sitting there? It's just sitting in there. Like it was like somebody threw it like in a glove box or something. Throat roll, reach in with his left hand and pick it up. As soon as you do, um, Rel, even though you're carrying this with your metal arm, you are suddenly seized with this cold. Like, you wouldn't think it was possible from where you're at, but your body actually seizes, and you can't move, and you feel, you even can even see your breath fogging in front of you, like for how cold you are, and you can't move. Wait, it can, it can freeze me even through uh, our, like, 
Suits? Yeah. Oh. Z, who would have been climbing up the stairs, would, would she see this? Uh, Give me a perception check. Is that quick? Does that actually do anything? Um, not seen. There, there we, we go. go. For... Um, you don't see anything. He just looks like he's looking down at something. Possibly has something in his hand. So, are we picking things up carelessly again, Rel, as she approaches and slaps him on the back? Um, as soon as you put your hand on his back, you are suddenly assaulted by how cold he is. Am I frozen, or can I pull my hand back? You pull your hand back, but what? you see, like, you know how sometimes when you grab something really cold, your skin starts sticking to it? Yeah. It's like that. He is just so cold. He can't uh, move, and just the touch of him is beyond what you can imagine. Yeah, I gotcha. Guys, uh, I think Rel is quite literally frozen. Um, hey, uh, Juniper, do you want to try and thaw him out? Cause uh, he's 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 pretty cold right here. And uh, yep, yep, it looks like it's because he touched this thing. I told you, Rel. She's shaking her finger. You're one. And while he's frozen, what can we try to just take his hand off of it manually? Like whack his hand off of it. Uh, you can give it a shot. Yeah, I'm going to use uh, something, you know, uh, the my end of my bow now. Um, oh, I was about ready to fire. Something physical. To, yeah, let's not fire. Uh, let's start, because he was, you know, he's a sun diver, and I'm wondering if that's what protects him inside the core of the sun. So I'm just going to knock his hand away with something, you know, manually. Okay. Do you want me to do like a strength check or something, or a dex check, or... Yeah, give me a strength check. This is not going to go well. 13. Um, You try to like put your finger, his fingers, put the bow tip in front of like your finger. Yeah, lever it off or something. Yeah. And it's just like no matter how hard you're like pushing, it's just like his fingers will not budge. He is that frozen to it. Fire? I don't think that makes any sense. Um, can Z try to... Uh, oh, doesn't she have a mental thing? Detect thoughts? Uh, I believe you do, actually. Let me, right. um, let me make sure. Yeah, you do. Alright. Uh, she would like to detect thoughts on Rel. Are you resisting it, Rel? Uh, well, she just, I don't... There's no save, so... Oh, yeah, um... So yeah, uh, Rel, what are you thinking at this moment? It's it's so cold. Why is it so cold? Because <laughs> uh... you touched it, you idiot. Uh, you have any ideas on how to get you out of this thing? Detect thoughts does not communicate thoughts. Yes, she's talking out loud. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can he can't... hear that? Yeah, he's fully he's... conscious. Oh. That's like... the theory she was testing. Cool. You're right. <laughs> Like um, when she, uh, when she kind of like tries to do that, somebody like maybe instinctively just looks at him, and you see his eyes are still moving. I think we could like get fire near him and not catch him on fire. 
That's what I was thinking, Juniper. Yeah, uh, maybe thought I'm out. That was yeah. Maybe, maybe the the thing the thing is really cold. Uh, yeah. well, I think they tried budging it. Didn't work. Well, the fire fire the thing. Uh, are you going to uh see the spacesuit though? That's the problem. We might end up destroying your spacesuit, and are you going to be okay without it? Uh... <laughs> He's thinking about it, guys. Hang on. <laughs> I, 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 I don't, I don't know. Maybe right now. Uh, try what? not to destroy. Um. Z is going to do an investigation for uh, anything else that might be in this room, vault thing. Can I pull uh, the thing off his hand? <laughs> uh, well, um, go ahead and give me an investigation, Z. A 10. Uh, while that's going, uh, you don't see anything right away, but... Um, Give me a firebolt roll, then, Juniper. <laughs> Brace yourself, buddy. <laughs> 19. Something weird happens. As soon as the bolt of fire is coming straight to the crystal that you see, your aim is true. It's like straight on it. It's almost to the point where you're actually not going to hit Rel's hand, but just the crystal. But as soon as one molecule of this firebolt touches this crystal, it freezes in place. Yeah, that's what protects him. Well, that's and, lame. And so this crystal is on the figure. Well, the orange one was. Anyway, um, back to um, Z. You don't see anything right away, um, but... You kind of notice like some sort of odd structure, like just before the, the core, like right here. It looks like some sort of like vent or something like that. Uh, this is a, uh, there's a weird little vent here. It seems like a strange place for it. She pokes at it. It's very, very hot. Oh, okay. I can, uh, well, um, well, he can't move, but he could probably remove. All right, well, so it's really hot beyond here, so I don't recommend we do that, but um, maybe we're supposed to open it and leave him in here? <gasps> maybe we're supposed to open it and leave him in here. She starts backing towards the door. I'm going to go look at the vet uh, and, and take a look at it too, Matt. Okay. Um, uh, do a perception on that? or Sure, go ahead. 24. Um, you see there is something beyond the vent. You're not quite sure what. Is there a grate on the end of the vent? Um, well, at first you thought it was a vent, but what it actually is, it looks like some sort of container itself. Um, but you're not seeing, like, any keys to it or, like, any keyholes, no buttons or anything like that. It's just, it's a grate that is very hot that Z mentioned. But it's a container. Like what size? What could fit in there? Uh, all manner of things. Like it's like pretty good size in there. You just 
but with your perception, you see something glinting down there. So are you saying that it's more of a window into an area? Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, but it's very dark, even though you have like this massive ball of fire before you. Right. Uh, I can see in the dark, but it's probably not helping me. Uh, you can see like 10 feet, but it's like you see something there, but you're not sure what it is. Okay, how far away is it? Um, you think like based off of like maybe like a possible way of using like spatial awareness that this could be like twenty feet down or something like that. Okay, and is it going into the ground like straight yeah. down? Oh, okay, yeah. I gotcha. And can I take the? There's no way to take the grate off. It's very hot. Right. Uh, do we think that any of our Firefighters might be able to do something about that. I don't know. Potentially. I'm trying to think of a way to get light down there so I can see. Well, another question is I don't know how hot it is down there, but uh, do our spacesuits think they can rehold withhold it? Because somebody has missed that. Can you take the spacesuit with you when you do that, Captain? She turns to Martel. Uh Yes, everything that I'm wearing and carrying goes with me. So then she looks at Theron. Yeah, but it's hot as shit down there, right? I'm a tiefling. It's up to you. Give it a shot. Can you? And I point out what I saw down there. Um, all you saw down there really is like hints a of a glint, like something is glittering down there. Like maybe laying at the bottom. Yeah. Okay. Let's try the the shed some light on it. First, does anybody can anybody got any ideas on that? I mean, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I don't have a torch or Juniper. Can you do fire bolts down into this? Hopefully. So I yeah. point out, put it out, and have her shoot fire bolt down there, and keep my eye on the glinting thing. So it's like a quick flash of light, and you're able to see down there. Um, especially with your enhanced um, vision, mm -hmm. you're able to get a better idea what it is. It's not just like something laying on the floor. It's being held by what looks like to be a statue. Oh. And it's actually two figures, of a, two statue figures. And one is what assumes to be what you seem to be Brand, because you've seen this figure before, and Rel mentioned that is Brand in the hieroglyphs. And it looks like they're being embraced by somebody. It looks like this on what did you saw was this absolutely gorgeous um, woman. And they're like embracing themselves and they have one hand out like behind each other. And Bran looks like they'll be holding some sort of white crystal. And the, uh, the woman is holding her hand out, but you just don't know what. Do I do I rec I know it was a, do I recognize the woman? Hmm. Give me a history check. Yeah, shit. Here we go. I'm good at some things. Fourteen. Even though you're like looking down on this statue, you swear you've seen this person, but you don't know where. Maybe like through a history book that you saw, like looking through the pages when you were a kid, but it's just not 
not connecting the dots. Like it's when you have a name of somebody, it's just on the tip of your tongue, but it's just not coming out. But it's not Lilith. You You're not too that. sure. Okay, I was just asking the DM. Mm -hmm. Um, so I relay all this information. Of course, we're going to assume that I just keep doing that until I say mm -hmm. I don't. We crawl down there, or do you have to be lowered? Well, I mean, in theory, you can misty step down there. Well, one person can. Oh, actually, hold on. I I can't do that until I rest. Okay. I have the idea used. Being... Sorry. I, I have used almost all of my spell slots. I I'm very close to tapped out completely. When did you do that? Uh, I'm pretty sure we haven't rested in a good long time. Or a good several episodes. Oh, you guys had a long rest. Yeah, we had a long rest of the ship, okay. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I must have missed that. Well, that was I, my I fault. Well, I haven't healed my hit points either. Okay. Well, you may have taken some damage. Oh, just now? Yeah, you got burnt earlier. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll put it back. It's back. Okay. Um, okay. Right, so strike what I just said. <laughs> so so go back to the beginning. You can Misty step down there, right? Yes. Okay. Do you feel comfortable trying that? I mean... Yeah. No, I... It is what it is. And I'll do it. All right. Uh, and you do you have two misty steps? Yes. Okay. I can get down and I can get back up. Anything nasty, come back. I will. Can I... Is there a way to fire in between the grates if I had to with my bow? Oh yeah, um, they are um, the the grate is wide enough to where you can see down there and also fire down an arrow. Okay, I'll cover you. Captain, <laughs> before point... you, sorry. Go ahead, Captain. Before you uh, go fully into there, just uh, we should just can you tolerate the heat coming from the vent? Uh, Martel will put her hand on the vent. Um, you feel a lot of heat, but it's almost about the same amount as what you're dealing with right now. Maybe slightly hotter. It's at the point where it's uncomfortable, but it's not dealing damage to you. It's, it's like, like when you're holding a very hot pan, but your mitt is still working. It'll work for a quick in and out. All right. Although, I do want to... Hmm. I'm worried about getting down there and not knowing what to do and coming back up because I can only. Well, no, I can upcast. It'll be fine. I can stay in your brain just in case things get weird. I think I would rather you stay in contact with Rel, keep talking to Rel. I don't know. The poor thing's frozen. Yeah, Rel, you still good there? Hang in there, buddy. Uh, I just I had cold, so cold. I'm so cold. I was hoping uh, fire would help. Rel, give me a give me a con save. Oh, Are you good. getting the munchies? Uh, oh, is is Bartle too far away at this point? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> oh, 15. You feel the most ungodly need to itch your nose. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> does that come through the thoughts? Yeah. 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 That? Oh, well, then she, I guess she'd be like, oh, all right. Well, hold still. <laughs> and she, I guess she'd go and scratch Rel's nose for him. Give I'm, wearing, me... I'm wearing a mask, though. Yeah. I'm wearing a helmet. Yep. Yep. She's just going right. to, like, do her best <laughs> to, like, <laughs> try to make some sort of, like, contact. In minor illusion, it. <laughs> we can pretend your nose is getting scratched. Ebell <laughs> effect. Mm -hmm. can, can, can we minor illusion it? Uh, sure. <laughs> you just see Z's hand as she's like trying to reach out. <laughs> the hand pushes through and scratches his nose. Uh, give me <laughs> a wisdom save. <laughs> Bro? Eleven. <laughs> um, what's the save on it? What's your save DC? Uh, eighteen. You have an eighteen. In other words, Ralph feels so much better. Yeah, uh, like the placebo effect ah, works. <laughs> yeah, Ralph, you for some reason like you know it's not really her hand, but at the same time, your brain just kind of tricks itself. You no longer have the need to scratch your nose. Well, that's good. There you go, buddy. Okay, well... Uh, Are you hungry? Unfreeze me. So, Martel. Yeah, as as they're dealing with Rel, uh, Martel's just going to look at Theron for a minute and then just uh, hang on. How far down was the drop? Um, he can only see ten feet. But like, you know how like you get that feeling when you look down somewhere. He's like, eh, this might be about twenty, thirty feet or something like that. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of what he got off of the feeling. Like it's like twenty feet down. Okay. Um, but either way, the grate I'm assuming is sealed to where I can't go through. Right. Other than Misty Step. Okay. Then that takes care of that. Uh, so yeah, Martel's going to Misty step in. All right. Um, when you go down, you actually notice it's not as hot as you thought it would be. It's actually almost cool. Not like cold like Rel's dealing with right now, but it's more of like a comfortable spring day. But it's dark. Um... And it also seems kind of packed, maybe because it only seems to be enough room for these two statues. Now, I can't remember. Do tieflings have dark vision? Yes. Okay. I believe so. You actually have a better look. And you see Brand, based off of the knowledge that you have from seeing the um, hieroglyph of Brand with the crystal in their, hair, in their forehead. And the other person, you kind of feel like you've seen this person before and that they're embracing. Yeah, I as a player uh, almost certainly know who that is. And mm -hmm. at this point, I am thinking that Martel does as well. Okay. Um, you've seen her in her true form. This 
is Lilith. Yep. <laughs> but not in her like grotesque undead form. You almost think like maybe this was before she fell. Mm. And she looks perfect. Like you almost can't comprehend this Lilith to the Lilith that you've seen before. Okay. Um and you also see um the crystal that's in Bran's hand. Before I touch anything, I am going to walk around and take time to just examine everything. Okay. Uh give me investigation. Since I am since Martel knows that she's bad at investigating, she is purposefully taking a lot of time. So could I get advantage because of that? I'll give you 20 for this. Okay. Because I know that is a thing you can do. Yes. Um, you're taking a little bit longer than you, the others are probably comfortable with. So I'm pretty sure they're like calling down on you, checking on you and that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, I was saying I was going to cover her. So I'm looking down and, and holding my bow at a ready. And Marta would be communicating what she's doing. Mm -hmm. Because remember, even though you can't really communicate to the ship, you can still have short wave, short distance communication with your nids. If you weren't just yelling up. Um, you see that there's like other depictions on the walls, like with your vision, you can see no problem. And just various depictions of Lilith and Bran together. And yes, these are godly beings, but they clearly have a very strong relationship between each other. Um, like you see them embracing each other, you see them like holding hands in some way. It's very symbolic. Like basically, it's like when mortals are seen two gods deeply in love with each other. But then you see the last panel, like. Holly can almost think, man, this is beautiful. Why can't I have a relationship like this or something like that? I'm not, but I'm not sure that's what Marl might be feeling at the moment. Marl um, is very good at ignoring those kind of feelings. <laughs> fair. Um, however, when you're looking through these like segmented panels on the wall, you notice there's like the last one is scratched out. It's like somebody purposely destroyed this panel. And you don't think it was like to hide a clue or anything like that. It's more of like anger, resentment, or something like that. You get that feeling for some reason when okay. you look at these scratches. Uh, can I take a picture of everything that I see, like specifically these images with my nid? Oh, yeah, easily. All right, then I am taking a picture of everything, doing my best to get like good lighting, good angles, stuff like that to make sure it's mm -hmm. as clear as possible. There's even a flash feature on the NID. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um, then Martel is going to go ahead and at least start sending those to the ship um, with the text message of Jormungandr, see if you can clean up this last one. Um, um, I fully suspect that I don't have like signal right now, mm -hmm. but by the time we are leaving, it will send before we get there. Yeah, correct. Um, yeah, it's just like on that, like sending, sending, just 
that's all it's on. Yeah, and that's perfectly fine. Marvel does not expect anything different. <laughs> Damn it, Ben. <laughs> um. So yeah, after looking around and making note of everything, Martel is going to head back to the two statues. Mm-hmm. Um. You said does. You said Brand has something in their hand, right? Yeah, it's a bright white crystal, like okay. almost to the being to the point. I wouldn't say bright, uh, not white, but it's very translucent. Like you can see it, no problem. Okay, is it enclosed in their hand or is it resting on their palm? It's resting on their palm. Okay. Uh, Theron. Yes, ma'am. Can you toss an arrow down here? I want to try and do something with this, but not touch it. No. I, my bow doesn't use arrows. Laser. Wait, what? What do you need, Captain? I just need something thin. Like dagger? Yes, uh, I just need something right. thin. I'd wrap, a, I'd wrap a dagger there. through the grate. Uh, with the, It's still in the scabbard. <laughs> Here comes a sharp knife pulling <laughs> <laughs> towards your head. <laughs> And she That's was literally a... about to like launch one of her axes out of her arm. Like <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a bit bigger than Martel wanted. <laughs> That's how we ended the season, folks, with yeah, Captain yeah. Martel. <laughs> yeah. No. At least I get to play a little bug man. <laughs> <laughs> Friend, <friendly laughs> which, I'm, which I'm almost done with, yeah. actually. Alright. Anyways. Um so Feels really stupid, but Martel's gonna try and throw the dagger at the crystal to knock it out of the hand. Uh, give me a, a, I guess a dexterity check, like a, an attack, like a dexterity attack. Okay. Got it from. Um, I don't have any dex-based attacks on my sheet. Uh, just click dexterity check and then. Mentally add five. Mm -hmm. Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> it kind of just flies over the hand and bounces back. Um, you want me like, to shoot that? I mean, yeah. I mean, sure, you said something. Twenty-nine. Um, your aim is true, even though it's like you're kind of guessing where it's at because you're just thinking of like where you remember that it was glinting. Mm -hmm. And you fire, and Marl, you see this bright blue light, this, like, radioactive arrow just, like, hit at the right angle of this hand in the crystal, and it just, like, flings up in the air a little bit. You see it going, like, topsy-turvy over it, and it just lands in front of you on your feet, um, in front of your feet. All right. You know the thing that cats do when they're uncertain about something, so they just like keep smacking it and yep. just like having very little contact with it. Mm -hmm. Martel does that to test and see if she can actually touch it or if something will happen to her, like Rel being frozen. Um, you do feel heat to it, but it's perfect. Like, it's not just heat that you feel, and. It's almost like a feeling, like somebody has wrapped you in this safe blanket. Like it's they wrapped around you, telling you everything's going to be all right. 
and it's just like I wouldn't say love, but it's more like content. Yeah, like you know. Insurance. Yes. Uh, I almost kind of like what um, Boston put in. It's like a blanket straight out of the dryer. I'm having to process how that'll affect Martel right now. That is so valid. <laughs> like, it's like somebody is like, for some reason, you keep hearing this back in your mind. Everything's going to be all right. Nothing, it's like, things are rough, yes, but they will get better. Oh, gosh. I think Martel's hands start shaking. Um... And she's going to move around the statue, get a look at uh, the Lilith statue. When you do another look at it, you just see this smile like it does not fit the Lilith you know. Like, you've seen Lilith's smile, like, both in her Ashley look and then her true form. Like, ripped up skin and everything. She smiled, but it's like grotesque like she's looking at you like you as a toy some sort of prey something to play with and toy with something demented this smile is just like like i said she's wrapped one arm around brand and the other one's out like with this chris like what is holding something but there's nothing in there and she just has this look of content like if you met Lilith at this time, you could probably think to yourself, if Lilith could stay in this position for the rest of all existence, they would be all right with that. Okay. I'm going to take a picture of uh, both sides of the statue. So like one of Lilith's face, one of Bran's face. And Bran has that same look. Okay. And then Misty Step back to the surface. With the uh, crystal? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> oh, good. Captain, you made it. Um, Rel's been pretty boring for the last few minutes, so <laughs> what have you been up to? Um, I... I found a crystal. Um, and then Marta will just start walking to where Rel was and I think try and put it in his hand. His free hand. Um, as soon as you do that... Rel, you're instantly able to move. Like, you are no longer freezing, but you're also not hot. Like, like when everybody's been on this planet, you've been sweating. Like, your void suits are doing the best of keeping you cool, collecting the sweat, recycling it, and everything. But you still have been sweating a storm. But when you feel this crystal, with the crystal in your hand, you feel perfectly normal <laughs> uh well rel like stretches cuz he's been sitting in that same position frozen for like 20 plus minutes <laughs> yeah yeah and I also want to say that Martel doesn't really place it so much as like shove it into his hand. Yeah. And just like let's go of it quickly. Z, who is uh, still connected to Rel's mind, noticed the um, shift. Rel, like you don't feel stiff. Like you are just like, <sighs> like 
it feels like all the weight, all the anxiety, all the fears that you've had up to this point just melt away. Like everything feels good. You almost, you almost can't stop the smile on your face. You have one of Zariel's cookies on the way over. <laughs> uh, He's waving her hand in front of his face. Well, kind of like, uh, no, no, sorry, just weird, weird feeling. Um, <clears throat> I well, I I not really sure what to do. When you say that, Rel, you hear a click sound and a rumble, and everybody hears it actually. And you look where that sound was coming from, and it's from the grate. And the grate itself actually is moving. Like, the middle section opens up, and both ends are going in further into the floor. And you hear a rumbling sound. Like, something's being lifted, grinding against the walls, going up and up and up. And then the first thing you see are fingers like rising up and you realize it's the statues that that were being described to you all and the statue of brand in this feet this woman i don't know if marl has told everybody who this was she has she would okay. have so yeah you see brand and lilith the statues of them embracing each other sitting on the floor and these aren't like normal size statues, not like six foot or anything like that. These are like 20 feet tall because, Marla, what you were doing is like, at first you thought all you saw was like chest high, but no, these statues were like deep set into the ground. And when they're like fully up, they're 20 feet up in the air. I think Z and would have a wave of emotion come over her as she watches rise and just kind of stare at them in and awe. You actually see you hear another like click and rumble and it's the pedestal. It's coming back up and pushing the anvil back up with the stairs following that. And it's meeting like the anvil's meeting where the hands are stretched out. When you say anvil, can you just just clarify on that a little uh, bit the it's like an actual anvil like you know like what blacksmiths have right um it was where the glimmer blade was standing um sitting on when rel okay. grabbed it um so does it look loud that like they're reaching for it or like no it's it matches with it okay like directions as like one like the pointy part um is like base like perpendicular with Bran's hand in the very back of the anvil. The flat part is perpendicular with um, Lilith's hand. Um, uh, do you think we should put that thing back? Well, I was kind of like, looks around. Am I supposed to like put the, 
the crystals up there? I mean, Brand had the one that I got. Right, and Lilith had her has her hand out, right? Yes. Did I take a look at that crystal? Well, like holds it out, but doesn't let go of either one of them. <laughs> oh, right. You have them now. Um, is there the crystal that Marto brought up from the bottom? Does it look familiar in any way, like the crystals we've been dealing with, like the same material? Um, give me a history check. Fourteen. The crystals that you encountered, the ones that have been giving you so much trouble, were always like jagged, misshapen, chaotic. These are like perfectly shaped, like not naturally shaped. And it's like a perfect like cylinder with triangles on top. Like they were carved with like edges on them. Okay. Uh, yeah, so they're towers, crystal towers. Mm -hmm. um, is the material at all familiar? It's very similar to the crystalline, the abyssal crystalline that you've dealt with, but you always kind of have like that icky feeling when you're dealing with them. You don't get that from these. Like even being nearer these crystals, you don't get that. Uh, the, it looks like the same stuff. She kind of cocks her head. But I hope it's not. And she just kind of winces and steps away. I don't think that it is. Well, we've been dealing with the crystalline from Lilith. And uh, it appears that you got this from Lilith down Lilith's statue. Um, or one associated with her. So maybe it's the same. But it's she's clearly not the same, and they're clearly not the same. So, and there's no harm in trying, right? Uh, sh sure. Throw like goes up to the anvil with the crystals. Mm -hmm. Um, you see their hands. Um, the statues are reached out. You can reach them. No problem from the pedestal. And like Rel gets up there, like looks at this, turns around to the rest of the group. Uh, so you all think I should put these in their hands? Uh, yeah. Yes. Do it, do it. No, I'm just kidding. Z doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah. She goes to put her bite her nails and realizes there's a mask in front of her face and just goes, eh. <laughs> so uh what you doing, Rel? Yeah, if everyone like nods or says yeah, do go for it, he will reach out and put the crystals into their hands, like simultaneously if he can. Um, they're like too far apart to do that. Then he will put down the cold one first. In which hand? Uh, Lilith? Um, when you put it in her hand, you actually see there's like a little slot 
to where you could just like kind of put it in there and it, it's standing. And you actually see like it's not glowing per se, but you see like stars. It almost looks like there's stars inside these crystals like shimmering. Like going in and out, in and out. Okay. Well, Rel's gonna go put the other one in Bran's hand. Uh, same thing. Um, the star shine shimmering in and out of it. And as soon as you put it in, you see, you hear something and feel something. The pedestal pulls you back. Like you're standing on this pedestal and you're being moved back. Everybody that's like in front of the pedestal, you're, you have to like move out of the way. And you also see, everybody can see this easily, the arms that are reached out are moving and completing the embrace of each other. And you see these statues actually moving towards the force field. And it doesn't stop it. It's going inside this this. Um, core and you can see its outline for a bit and you're not sure what's going on like you can feel like something important just happened and after the last dredge of of these uh, like all you see left are the lines of the statue and once those disappear you feel something change like, not in yourselves, but in the surrounding area. Like, it's not as hot as it once was. You don't feel like you're, like, getting beaten down by the heat. Not even by this core that's in front of you. Actually, you start seeing it shimmering away. Like, it's getting smaller and smaller. And after what feels like it forever it's gone and somebody give me a perception check Ooh, that's my job <laughs> 23 6 <laughs> 13 for everybody who rolled above a, f a 15 holy shit four Oh, I got a 19. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I have no bonus. <laughs> um, for everybody who rolled a 15 or higher, once you see this core disappear, you would expect you see some sort of like maybe melted slag of the stone statue that you saw, but that's gone. But what you're seeing is some sort of figure laying on the ground in a heap. Is he dead? You don't know. And they're just sitting there with Rel's and Theron's roles, though. You can tell that they're breathing. And you think everything's good, everything's happy, because... Rel, you instantly recognize this because you saw them beforehand. You see Brand on the ground, 
looks like they're just sleeping. However, everybody starts hearing congratulations. Oh, fucking slow crap. Oh, no. <laughs> and you see above you this gnomish looking person in pure white outfit crystals and gems adorning their outfit and they have this big grin on their face like they have the joke of a lifetime it's like i never thought somebody would be able to find my little puzzle it's so fun to watch immortals work i see where Lilith gets gets it with i see why she loves watching you work uh uh z snarls uh Barnabas. Oh, I see my reputation precedes me. And that's where we're ending the episode, folks. Oh, motherfucker! Ah. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. I was just waiting. Yeah. Uh, hold on a second. Oh, stop. Well, that's it for this week's adventures in Celestial Expanse. Until next time, you can support CE on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Celestial Expanse. You find us on Instagram at C Expanse Podcast or on Facebook at Celestial Expanse Podcast. You, the listener, can help us by giving us a like on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can find me on Instagram at Diomedes underscore Industries. Matt, any news and where can the people find you? Um, they can find me on RP underscore G Gamer on Twitter. Um, already announced it, but we do have a P.O. box now for Celestial Expanse. That's in the show notes. And if you want to talk about the podcast, please use the Celestial Cast hashtag on Twitter. If you want to give us name suggestions or just want to talk about the podcast. Natalia, any news from the art department and where can the people find you? You can find me on Instagram at London's underscore studio. That's L-O-N-D-O-N-S underscore studio. Uh, and on Twitter at Indie Portfolios. Both places you can keep up with the art which currently is not Celestial Expanse-based, but we'll get back there soon, I promise. Ben. You can follow me on Twitter, at The Void Man. D-O is a zero. Boston. You can follow me at Hedden Grotto, capital H, capital G, the O's are zeros. Clarence. I'm at Werewolf, W-A-E-R-W-O-L-V. But honestly, I don't check Twitter much anymore, so the Discord is the best way to stay in touch with me. Me too. And remember, everyone... Yes, that's a good point. Discord! Come join the Discord! We are all in the Discord. <laughs> this is true. In space, no one can hear you scream. Hey. Hey.